Welcome to the Becoming a Great Farm Supervisor podcast. In this third episode, we're going to talk about personal communication styles. If you're listening, I would highly encourage you to pause and go and look in the description of this podcast. That's where you'll find a communication style inventory questionnaire. Fill out this questionnaire and it will provide you with details on what your preferred communication style is before we dive into the meaning of these different communication styles. I'm your host, Amber Roberts, and we'll be joined by extension educator, Nathan Halinski, who will share with us the four communication styles and how you can utilize this knowledge to improve communications on your farm. I'm Nathan Halinski. I'm with the University of Minnesota Extension. I am out of the St. Cloud Regional Office. Thanks, Nathan, for that quick introduction. Let's hop right into talking about the self-assessment. So you have access to this self-assessment. If you did it already, great. If you haven't done it yet, I recommend you to, to go through it. It's pretty quick. And we'll just explain it briefly and go through the meaning of that in the next few minutes. There's 40 pairs of sentences and you select which one is most like you. The first example, I like action or I deal with problems in a systemic way, right there. Some of the questions are pretty similar. You know, the choices of one or two, some of them are completely different. That's by design to circle the one that is best correct to you. There's no right or wrong answer. And maybe neither of them really applies to you or both apply to you. Pick the one that is best representative of you. We have these four separate communication styles in this test, action, process, people, and idea. We'll go through what each of those means briefly, but you can see that in order to figure out what's best you are, you add up how many questions you answered with those action words from the previous sentences. There's no right or wrong to whatever type you are, but the point of this exercise is to determine which style of communication you most use by default and also better understand what your employees are. Maybe your employee is a very much a people person and they process what you say differently from an action person. So that's the key differences that we're trying to get across here. We'll go through what each of these four types mean, starting with action people. They're pretty direct. They're also pretty impatient. You know, they're pretty decisive, quick, energetic, and they tend to challenge others. So they like to discuss results, objectives, responsibilities, moving ahead. What is our next step? Those are action people. But there's also some cons with that. If you come across as direct and impatient, you can really come across as unemotional and non-caring. We're like, all right, we're going to move forward, do this, this, this step. You might leave someone behind or have people feel like they are not listened to. So again, there's pros and cons with each of these. When you're talking with an action person, focus on the results. If we do this step, this is the end result. Some visual aids might help in the explanation process and be brief and emphasize the practicality with like, we recommend this as our next step. The next one here is a process. And I lean heavily towards this 
process communication style. They can come across as unemotional, cautious, a little more patient. The action was not patient, very logical. They like to think through things, a lot of analysis. They like to talk about facts, trying out different things, thinking through, oh, if we do this, this, this might happen. They like a lot of analysis, proof, testing, observations. They, they can get a little bit analysis by paralysis, where they, they think too much about things and don't necessarily the end result or actually think on what we should do moving forward. They keep thinking about what could happen without actually doing anything. So that's one of the negatives of these, the process people and how they're kind of opposite in that regards from the action people. When you're talking with a process person, you know, provide the alternatives and facts. Be precise, organize it in a logical manner, logical order, include options with pros and cons. The process people like to think on pros and cons and do not rush the process-orientated person. They spend a lot of time thinking through things before they come up with the final decision, especially compared with an action person, a little bit slower. The next one here is a people person. So I think we kind of know what a people person is. They're a little more spontaneous, emotional, not in a bad way, but they, they think how others are impacted more so than what an action or a process person is going to do. They're going to be a little bit more sensitive and they're thinking through things and how they come across speaking. They like talking about people, but they like talking about motivation. What makes people, you know, click? Teamwork. They're big teamwork people. We're like, oh, let's do this together. They may like discussing feelings and beliefs and values more so than the action or process people. The action people probably don't care how this is going to impact random Joe Blow. They want to get this step done. So again, when talking with the people person, you know, allow for small talk. They really appreciate that. Stretch the relationship between your proposal and the people who are impacted. Show how this idea has worked well in the past, how it's impacted certain groups of people involved. Indicate support and from well-respected people. They like building relationships. They might come across a little bit slower in some of their analysis because they want to see how different people are impacted, more so than an action person would even think about. A little bit more different, probably a little bit more talkative. They like having these conversations, maybe not all relevant about what you're here to discuss. Then the last one we have to discuss here of the four are idea people. They're going to be imaginative, maybe difficult to understand because they have a lot of ideas and not all of them are going to be fine-tuned, finalized ideas, but they're throwing these ideas out there. Sometimes they can, again, bring too many ideas and this may be confusing to the group or having difficulty picking which of their ideas is the best one moving forward. So we want to, again, think about that. They can be unrealistic. Not all ideas are, are the next iPhone out there. Not every idea is a good idea. Full of ideas, imaginative again. They like thinking of talking about concepts, innovation. What's the new thing out there? What's the new trend? Interdependence, opportunities, improving things. How can we make this thing better?
What is a potential alternative? Those are some of the things they like to talk about. No idea people need to discuss and vet out possibilities. They maybe go out on a tangent. You want to stress the importance and the uniqueness of an idea. Stress key concepts. Allow enough time for discussion. Kind of similar to a process person, but the process people, uh, the communication style, they're going to think about the ideas that these idea people are going to create. They're all a little bit different. And you probably know working through your relationships with employees and, and family, how different family members align in different communication styles that we just discussed. So the point of this exercise is to understand where you're coming from. Maybe you're an idea and a process person. And your employee is very much a people person who enjoys teamwork and how everybody benefits. And, and your process side of things don't always stand in line with it. We just want to highlight understanding what your employees are and where you're coming from and how those can both align and not align. And maybe if you're explaining something and they keep asking how this is helpful to the group, it's not that they don't understand. It's just that the people person in them likes to have everybody supported. Just because they don't always comprehend what you're saying right away might be their communication styles and how they understand what you're telling them. Great, Nathan. Thanks for explaining in depth the four different types of communication styles. Just to recap, we talked about action, process, people, and idea. And you might find when you take this communication inventories questionnaire that two of these are really strong for you, or perhaps one is strong. And as Nathan was going through these examples, hopefully some of these resonated with you. Maybe you're thinking, oh, this communication style is most certainly one of my farm employees. They are very much a process-focused communicator, while I tend to be a people communicator. The last thing I want to emphasize in this communication discussion is that there's more than just communication styles. Sometimes how we communicate and the different ways that we communicate can be affected by our gender. It can be affected by whether we're an introvert or an extrovert, and also differences in generations and how they communicate with each other. Hopefully, you learned through this podcast a little bit more about your personal communication style. Remember, knowledge is power, especially when it comes to self-knowledge. By better understanding our personal communication styles, it allows us to have a greater understanding of the impact that our communication has on our farm employees and the relationships that we build with them. 